1: It's eight o'clock on today coming up, getting closer with that debt default deadline, fast approaching lawmakers on both sides now saying there is steady progress toward an agreement.
2: Well, look, we're not there. We haven't agreed to anything yet, but I see the path that we could come to an agreement.
1: The president cutting short his overseas trip in an effort to avoid an economic crisis. We're live with the very latest. Plus, in the market, good news at the grocery store where food prices on many items like eggs are finally coming down. This morning, what you need to know before you grab your cart. Then, the pay rent trap. It's the question lighting up social media. Should adult children living at home pay rent to their parents?
3: If you decide to stay home and go to work, you will be responsible for paying some rent here at the house just to prepare you for the future.
1: We'll go inside the debate just ahead. And Taylor Gating. Taylor Swift fans shaking off sold-out shows with a new way to listen, filling the blank space and parking lots outside the concert. Our own Emily Akeda joins the crowd away from the crowd. Today, Friday, May 19,
4: 2023. Happy Friday from League City, Texas! In and Des Moines,
5: Iowa.
6: From Portman, Mississippi, Texas.
5: Texas, sending love to my mom, a Today Show superfan. Here for
0: Clinical Trials Day, from Northwell Health. This trip from Mobile, Alabama, Flower Prince,
5: Georgia. Karen's 70th birthday wish, to visit the Today Show, from
4: Appalachia, Florida. Joyce turning 63, from Crawfordville, Indiana. Congratulations.
0: Congratulations to our graduate. My
4: sister Miranda. We, we love, love
1: you. you. Morning, everybody. Mm-hmm. Welcome back today. Doesn't Friday feel so darn oh, good? So good. We got so Craig good. on assignment. Miss Chanely is right here. Carson says it's like the view. Yeah. <laughs> I know it is. It <laughs> it's it <is>. ladies' <laughs> night.
6: All right, next week, guys, we are honoring an icon here in Studio 1A, country music legend Loretta Lynn. She passed away nearly eight months ago. Her twin daughters, Peggy and Patsy, they are going to join us for their first interview since losing their mother. We're going to talk about Loretta's legacy and her final gift to fans and so, so much more. Um, Beautiful legacy
1: she's left behind. Looking forward to that. Let's get to your news. It's 8 o'clock Friday morning. The president is at the G7 summit in Japan this morning, where world leaders are set to welcome an unexpected guest. Ukraine's president Volodymyr Zelensky will be there in person. Of course, this meeting overseas comes amid the debt ceiling crisis here in Washington. NBC's chief White House correspondent, Weekend Today, co-anchor Peter Alexander is traveling with the president. Peter, good morning.
7: Savannah, good morning to you. When the news broke overnight that President Zelensky is expected to attend the G7 summit here this weekend in person, it was welcomed as a crucial opportunity during a key point in the war for Ukraine's leader to speak directly to the U.S. and to its allies about the situation on the ground there and what more in the form of arms and aid he needs. Zelensky's trip notably sets up what would be the first face-to-face meeting with President Biden since his secret visit to Kiev in February. And the news comes as the leaders here announced a new round of sanctions against Russia, all designed to further isolate Vladimir Putin. Today, President Biden and his counterparts, they laid wreaths at the Hiroshima Memorial Peace Park where the first ever atomic bomb was dropped by the U.S. during World War II. And the president later left his diplomatic dinner early, expecting to get another update on those debt ceiling negotiations back at home. The U.S. is less than two weeks away from running out of money to pay its bills, triggering what experts warned would be a catastrophic default. Savannah AIDS told the president that steady progress is being made.
1: All right, let's hope so. Peter, you'll have more for us, of course, tomorrow on Saturday Today.
7: Yeah, that's right. Our first foreign assignment, Kristen Welker and I together overseas, we got a powerful and poignant tour of the city, a chance to see its recovery and resilience after the war, and even a taste of Hiroshima's celebrated soul food, what they call okonomiyaki. That is all tomorrow, right here on Saturday today. Back I'm to you guys. I'm
1: glad you guys got to have a little fun. Those mm-hmm. White House trips can be grueling, but you're there with your besties, yeah. so I love that. Peter, thank you so you much. You well. All mm-hmm. right.
6: Back at home now, at least one person was killed during a workplace shooting in Ohio last night. Officials say a gunman walked into a diesel engine plant outside Dayton. He fatally shot one victim and then apparently wounded himself. He was taken to the hospital along with another person who was hurt. Police believe it was a targeted attack. The plant is a subsidiary of General Motors.
8: There was a a security scare last night in Vatican City where a speeding car rushed through a main gate past the Swiss guards and into a palace courtyard. Officials say a member of the Vatican Security Force fired at least one shot at the car's front tires. The driver, who was said to have severe psychiatric issues, ran from the car but was quickly taken into custody. It's not clear if Pope Francis was anywhere near the incident or if anyone was hurt inflation
1: remains stubborn with prices about 5% higher last month than they were a year ago. But they are coming down and there may be some relief in sight for consumers who've been stretching their grocery budgets. NBC's business reporter Brian Chung here to explain. Mm -hmm. Brian, I mean, even as we start inflation start to cool, the grocery store, those food prices, it was so stubborn. Mm -hmm. Finally, we're seeing some relief.
9: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've got some good news. Egg (laughs) prices are going down. So $3.27. That's now the cost for a dozen grade A brown eggs. And uh, that's a precipitous fall from what we saw is almost $5 at the beginning of this year. A lot of people going shopping during the holiday time, getting real sticker shock. So to see prices coming down is certainly good news. A lot of that is due to bird flu. So it's just the pipeline of uh, egg-laying birds out there. There was a big, nasty bout of that flu at the end of last year that led to a a lot of uh, uh, wiping out of those birds. But now with more of them coming back, Egg prices going down. All
6: right, so egg prices down. That's good news. What about other items in the grocery store that have been going up?
9: Yeah, well, for what it's worth, we've seen other categories go down as well, obviously for reasons not linked to the bird flu, but we're just seeing some encouraging signs on things like bacon, for example, Mm -hmm. things like produce, a lot of vegetable prices also going down as well. So it seems like even though prices are still high, again, if you compare year over year, it's still going to be quite a large difference. You are starting to see some at least uh, price declines, at least Mm -hmm. compared to the beginning of this year, which I'm sure is welcome news to a lot Mm -hmm. of
8: Americans. feeling the pinch how can you find a deal
9: yeah well couponing obviously is going to be one good way but another good way to kind of look at deals at the grocery store specifically for packaged goods would be potentially looking at for example uh private uh, label brands. So the store uh, that might offer their own uh, alternatives Mm -hmm. to the name brands, but also take a look at cashback apps and loyalty programs as well, which can help out. Cool. All
1: right, Brian. Thank you, you, Brian. Brian. All right. Just ahead. Our first look at the epic new movie that unites Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro and Martin Scorsese. Carson's got that and a lot more on pop start. But first,
8: Kaylee Hartung is taking us inside a family debate that has people very divided. Good morning.
10: (laughs) Hey, good morning, guys. This could be dicey dinner table conversation But as more and more young adults are still living in their childhood bedrooms, it can come at a cost as some parents are charging them rent. We'll dive into that debate ahead. Stay with us.
2: It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe right. Get your strip on. Use as directed.
0: When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match
7: My name is George.
0: I'm unemployed and I live with my parents.
5: I'm Victoria, hi.
1: <laughs> Total classic. We're back with a little humor from Seinfeld setting the stage for our next story.
3: Yep. Yeah. So there's a question lighting up social media right now. Should adult children who live at home pay rent to their parents, which I did in 1992.
8: Oh, you did? Okay. You
6: were trusted. All right. Yeah. It's yeah. something that more families are wrestling with as fully half of U.S. adults, 18 to 29, live with both mm-hmm. parents. Kaylee Hartung's with, here with more. Kaylee, this is a big one. Yeah,
10: this mm-hmm. is the reality, as it was for Carson. there's so <laughs> yeah. many 20-somethings and their parents, like Kylie Deason in Gatesville, Texas. Just days after her high school graduation, she wrote her parents her first rent check. Now, it may sound like tough love, but... Kylie Kylie says this agreement was actually the best thing for her and gave her a launch pad for adulthood. After high school graduation in 2022, Kylie Deason became one of millions of young adults still living with her parents. But on their ranch in Gatesville, Texas, Kylie became a tenant, writing her parents a monthly rent check.
2: We let her know that, hey, if you decide to stay home and go to work, you will be responsible for paying some rent here at the house just to prepare you for the future. And we agreed on
0: $200 a month. And that was really her first dose of paying a bill.
10: Kylie says the deal made sense to her.
0: Like, people think that's crazy,
11: but I, I wasn't that mad about it. I would much rather have to pay my mom and dad $200 a month than have to go pay some somebody else 800 Like, to me, it sounded like an amazing
10: deal. Her parents, Cody and Erica Archie, sparked a heated debate when they shared their story on TikTok.
2: Hey, June the 1st, your rent's due.
10: Now, the TikTok has reached over 180,000 views. Who's next? Go, 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 go. Some posting their own videos supporting the plan.
4: As a mother of two, I will be charging my children rent.
10: And others blasting it. In my culture, multi-generational households are not an exception. It's the norm. At 35, I could move back into my mom's house, husband and all, and she would not charge us rent. Kylie's choice to live at home is increasingly common, as rising housing costs and soaring student debt mean more young adults are living with parents, whether they'd like to or not. A 2020 Pew Research study found that more than half of U.S. adults ages 18 to 29 lived with a parent, up from 31 percent in the 1970s. That number grew when more young adults moved home during the pandemic, and one survey found that for many it wasn't temporary, with 67% of pandemic boomerang kids still living with mom and dad.
12: I think there's often a step back in maturity and in development when they move back home, because we naturally slip back into the roles of parents for us and children for them.
10: Kylie's parents say they tried to encourage their daughter's independence while she was living under their roof.
0: In the beginning, I mean, um... She had a hard time transitioning from a teenager living in her parents' home and going to high school into you're now an adult and basically a tenant.
10: Some parents even saving their children's rent money to give back to them when they finally move out. One TikToker suggesting they can put the nest egg toward a down payment on their own home. Jeffrey Jensen Arnett studies the formative years of early adulthood and put his research into practice when his own college-age twins moved home during the pandemic. He and his wife found ways other than charging rent to send their kids a message. It's time to start carrying your own weight.
2: We said, okay, you're
12: adults, you're home now. Well, you're perfectly capable of doing the grocery shopping, doing the laundry, helping make meals. All the things that adults have to do on a daily basis.
10: And Arnett urges parents to remember, it's only temporary.
12: There's going to come a time when they move out and they don't come back. And believe it or not, you're, you'll miss them.
10: Okay. Yeah, and Kylie says <laughs> she had a monthly budget that helped her save even more money while she was paying that $200 rent to her parents. And now, guys, she is temporarily living with an aunt and uncle. She's transitioned there where she is babysitting okay. in lieu of paying rent and in That's the next fair. couple of months. She hopes what to get a real place. What do you think after
6: interviewing all the—
10: Okay. Cool. Full disclosure, yeah. I lived with my parents for a couple of months. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Right Red around free. the time I turned 30, yeah. rent free, yeah. Yeah. quality time yeah. was the gift. <laughs> yeah. That right. was But, the, that had, that but was they in, knew it.
3: they knew it was a couple of months. Yeah. So you had oh, an oh, end yeah. date. It you was you a basketball season
10: day. while I was traveling all of the time, yeah. working on games. I wasn't there all that much. But but for me, the gift really was the time that I got to spend with my parents. I think it so makes sense. It just shows respect. It's chipping in. You know, it's like it's one thing. I wouldn't
1: think parents should charge, like try to make a profit. Right. But like, hey, you know what? You're an adult now. You have a job. Chip. Been. I agree. I can help I make this transition easier for you, but then you show us the respect, and it's I a good—it's mm-hmm. like training
10: wheels for being an and adult. And this family, their their goal was not to pocket the money. You know, right. it was all about giving their daughter right. perspective. Right. All about being what? a stepping stone. That's
3: well, I, mean, you, I learned fiscal responsibility. I was yeah. 19. I was in between. I was going to junior college. My parents said, if you're going to live at home, you know, you got to chip in a couple hundred bucks to be in the guest house, and it makes yeah. you think about when you're kind of doing your budget. Well, maybe I can't go to the movies, you know, every single weekend. Yeah. I got to put that money aside to give my parents. Yeah. And I also yeah. think
8: financially, some families need help. Help. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, let's
3: all pitch in here. Most parents here. preach Absolutely. all the time. Nothing's free. Nothing in the world. Yeah. Nothing's free. So then, yeah. then you can't then go back. you're saying it is yeah. free. Right,
6: right, right. No. All, all right. right. Good story. Yeah. Thank,
5: Thank you.
3: you. Thank, Thank you.
6: you. All right. Let's go
5: outside and see Dylan. Hey, Dylan. Hey, good morning, guys. You know, we're always celebrating something on the plaza. I found this couple here. You, you can't miss them. <laughs> Great choice in color. So what are you celebrating today? Uh, my birthday, his birthday, and we got married 50 years ago today. So you're both birthdays today. <laughs> Congratulations. Yes. Any secret to a long, happy marriage?
2: No, we just compliment... Just, just say yes, dear. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and agree with whatever she tells you to wear, right? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Well, happy birthday, happy anniversary, happy everything.
6: Thank you so Thank you.
5: much. We love celebrating out here on the Plaza. All right, let's take a look at what's going on across the country this uh, Right now, we have some of these heavier downpours falling across Oklahoma into uh, Kansas, too. We also have that coastal storm that's bringing a lot of rain now from South Carolina up into the coast of North Carolina. The Outer Banks could see some of our heavier amounts of rain as we go through the day today. It's still a little bit below average in the northeast, back through the uh, upper Midwest and into Wisconsin, Minnesota, where we do have some clouds that will try to uh, develop today out ahead of this uh, frontal system that's also going to bring some of those storms back through the uh, southern plains. Record heat, though, continues out in the Pacific Northwest. And that's your latest forecast. Back inside to you guys. All right. Dylan, Um, uh, thank you, Carson. You got some hot,
3: smoking pop stars. I got some, yeah, I've got some hot, smoking pop stars, (laughs) man. That's right. Okay. Thanks for that, lovely Tia. Happy Friday. What are you doing later? Uh, We're going to start with Kelly Clarkson, our buddy, who's hot and smoking, got a brand new album coming out. Overnight, the Grammy winner dropped the third single from that album called Chemistry, the new track titled Favorite Kind of High. Okay, wow. came with a video from Kelly's one-night-only performance. She did it last month in Los Angeles at the Belasco Theater. That's the third yeah. song now. Come in, Dilly. Yeah. It's all right. It's only three. Come TV. on in. <laughs> Come There's on a in. track it's called great. Me that's out. There's a track called Mine that's out. And now that one. I the track. love it. Man. The album's looking really wow. good. Again, it's called Chemistry, and it comes out June 23rd. Next up, Killers of the Lost Moon. The trailer's finally out from Martin Scorsese's latest star-studded project. This one features everybody, Leo, Robert De Niro, Brendan Fraser, just to name a few. Based on a best-selling book and a true story, the film takes place in 1920s oklahoma and follows a string of unsolved murders in oil wealthy osage nation known as the reign of terror i want to wow. see that movie i know I'm that i'm dying to see killers it. of the flower moon hits theaters oh my gosh. october 6th for great cast that looks good, good true story sounds great next up henry winkler of course everybody loves the actor's happy days character the fawns mm-hmm. but Did you know that he only rode the the Fonzie motorcycle one time, Wait, (laughs) and he only did it for a whopping 17 seconds? There was a preview for today's episode of The Jennifer Hudson Show, where Henry Winkler explains why once was more than enough. When they had me uh, on Soundstage 5 at (laughs) Paramount, I was on the bike, and all I had to do was rev it and move it five feet. I revved it, and I be so dyslexic, I had no idea where the brake was, where the, the <laughs> gear was, and I shot forward, I put the bike down, we slid under the truck uh, on, the, on the soundstage, and they came running. They, I, everybody was like in a panic and that the bike was fine because it was rented.
6: Yeah. <laughs> and then... Wow. So funny
3: that dispels everyone wow.
6: from,
3: like the Fonz yeah. when I was growing up on a motorcycle yeah. yes. connotated yeah. that epitome of cool, yes. and can yeah. do no wrong. <laughs> Yet in reality, <laughs> he like Henry Winker, the real. actor, <laughs> yeah. they ended up having to oh, put that's... the bike on like uh, every time they used it after that on rubber wheels. and oh, that's They'd funny. have like a big rubber band and they would just pull Pulled it around. around. <laughs> wow. so funny. Uh, <gasps> from one Hollywood icon to another, we are talking about about Harrison Ford. On Thursday, Ford received a five-minute standing ovation at the Cannes Film Festival after a screening of the new Indiana Jones movie. The actor noticeably moved by the emotional response to Indy's latest chapter. And in addition to that warm reception, Harrison received Mm -hmm. Cannes' Lifetime Achievement Award where he took the stage to share a few words. I'm very moved by by this. um, They say when you're about to
8: die, you You see your life flash. uh... (laughs) before your eyes, and I just saw my life flash before my eyes. A great part of my life, but not all of my life. My life has been enabled by my lovely wife, who is, uh,
3: and I'm grateful. Wow, I, I want to watch that now. That's mm, a me moving too. speech. The fifth and possibly final Indiana Jones flick hits theaters on June 30th. Congratulations mm. to Harrison Ford. Finally, Oscar Isaac, the actor, is the latest star to sit down with Willie Geis for this weekend's edition of Sunday Today. The two catching up about his latest project taking on Broadway alongside Rachel Brosnahan in the sign in Sidney Brewstein's window. Plus, during their chat, Oscar opening up and talking about the very special guests who stopped by the show earlier this week.
7: Rita Moreno who originated the role of Iris in 1964 on Broadway, came to the show on Tuesday, and we brought her up on stage. And it was something so special for me that as this Guatemalan-Cuban kid dreaming of one day being on a Broadway stage uh, to invite the legendary Latin American actress Rita Moreno, who originated the role, onto the stage, it was just something that was just so moving about
3: that. Mm. A very cool moment. You can see the sign in Sydney, Bruce Dean's window on Broadway now. And for more of Oscar's Conversation with Willie, we invite you to tune in to this weekend to Sunday today. And that
8: Carson, was that was cool. cool. Really good. It, yeah, cool. yeah. yeah, it was hot and smoking. A of stuff there. Hot and smoking. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> Think it's loud inside one of Taylor Swift's sold-out concerts? Just wait until you see what people who couldn't get tickets are doing to enjoy the show. Emily Akato will have that for us. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> really going to hey, everybody. Welcome back. It is a beautiful, beautiful day. 830. Hi, guys. We Love have you. a crowd here at Rockefeller Center. Wow, wow, wow. Dylan. Dylan. Oh, Wait, this crowd I, is I so big. credit for it? Dylan, this is a huge crowd, and <laughs> Dylan's going to have to go around. You've got to oh, show I know. Dilly,
0: did you bring your running oh heels? Oh, my God. Oh. I
6: did not. Look at, the, look at the Harry Potter people. Oh, my gosh. Gryffindor. I am a Gryffindor. How'd you know? A
1: Hufflepuff. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We yeah. do the the Hufflepuffs, one of the Harry Potter houses. Good Hufflepuff <laughs> is great. Okay. Okay. I think I am Gryffindor.
3: Get, oh, my God. Yeah. You just
1: don't want to be Slytherin. Who's Slytherin? Oh, on okay. She's a Slytherin over there. All right, Potter fans. I love that. Okay guys, perhaps folks here, some folks might be going to Massachusetts for the latest stop on Taylor Swift's tour. (laughs) Well get this, you do not need a ticket to enjoy it. Wow, that is Emily Akeda like we have never <laughs> seen her before. She found the best thing, they call it tailor Gating. You just, Brilliant. if you can't get tickets to the concert, you just go outside so and have fun. the greatest time of your life. So she'll tell us about that.
8: Wait, I'll so much. Brilliant. Also ahead, allergy season. Uh, Anybody suffering from allergies? Yeah. Yes. It's underway. And if you are suffering more than usual this year, you are certainly not alone. Dr. Azar is here to explain why so many of us are getting hit so hard and what you can do for relief.
3: Mm-hmm. I'll see your Hufflepuff. What and you ra- got? And raised you a Ravenclaw.
0: Yeah, okay.
6: <laughs> now
3: you're just showing
6: off, <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. We'll I'll, go? I'll, I'll
3: go with you. <laughs> coming up, looking forward to showing you the next generation of mental health advocates and how they're pushing the conversation forward so kids who are struggling don't feel so alone. You're going to meet an incredible young man coming up. Uh, excited to show you this piece.
5: And then coming up on the third hour, our summer safety consumer confidential from pools to grills, everything you need to know to have the best summer yet. Cool. All right. But first, Ms. Dreyer, have a yes. check of the weather. going to summer, the sun's out. Yes, right? it is. It like a is, it, is it good weather for Quidditch? Is that another Harry, Harry Potter, Potter thing? So there's right, no way I, mean Harry Potter. Uh, starting off the weekend, we do have some heavy rain falling across New England, stretching back through Tennessee into parts of the Gulf Coast, too. Record high temperatures, though, out in the Pacific Northwest. 80s, 90s, expect it all. Some pop-up thunderstorms possible in the Southwest. And don't forget, in Baltimore this weekend, we've got the Preakness. Cloudy, there's a chance of showers there's a good possibility the heavy rain will hold off until just after the race. It might not come in until 8 o'clock at night, the, you know, real line of heavy showers and thunderstorms. So that's something we'll keep an eye on uh, down in that area. On Sunday, though, that whole storm system exits the Great Lakes into the northeast. Heavy rain lasts through the southeast, but it is going to be really nice with warming temperatures through the central plains. Highs getting into the upper 70s and lower 80s. I didn't think Hoda was going to pay attention, but I'll do it. Well, okay? you go around. Everyone. I've got oh, it. Here we go. On. Around the hill.
6: All right, Carson, you've got, you've got an incredible conversation that you're going to have with the young team, right? I, I have coming. a series
3: called Mind Matters Mental Health. It's Mental Health Awareness Month. Great story. I'm going to show you some tools that are really helping young kids thrive today. That is coming up. But first, this is today on NBC.
2: It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips.
1: Welcome back. May is Mental Health Awareness Month and for our Mind Matters series, Carson, you're sharing a new campaign aimed at helping kids who might be struggling. Mm.
3: Yeah, for sure. As you know, I have struggled with generalized anxiety disorder for a while now. In fact, since I was a kid, it's certainly not uncommon. The National Institute of Mental Health saying that anxiety affects 30 percent of kids and teens, yet 80% never get any kind of help. So when the Child Mind Institute asked if I'd be a part of their You Got This campaign, where teens interview people in the public eye, Mm -hmm. I certainly jumped at that opportunity. That's how I met a young man named Wyatt, who's a rock star. He's a sophomore in high school right here in New York. Take a look. Cheers.
12: To Wyatt. First of all, it's great to meet you. Great to meet you, Carson.
3: I feel like I'm in a time portal looking at me at your age. Hit me with some questions.
12: So, how old were you when you first experienced anxiety?
3: Only later in my life was I able to look back when I was a teenager and go, oh my gosh, that was all... Like anxiety, like, oh, that time. Oh, yeah, when I was feeling really scared and, like, felt like I was, like, on edge. Like, oh, that's what that was. When we were growing up, my generation, we didn't talk about mental health. Only now are we, through these conversations, starting to treat our mental health like we do our physical health. Like,
12: no big deal. Everybody's got mental health struggles. I think it's really important that we're doing that.
3: Sixteen-year-old Wyatt is like many teenagers his age. He loves playing basketball and soccer, and like many teens, he struggles with anxiety, but is speaking up in hopes of helping kids who suffer in silence. Wyatt is one of a handful of teenagers interviewing famous people about their mental health struggles to help destigmatize mental illness. Like, I didn't know anxiety was like a, like a categorical <laughs> yeah. thing. I'm not a psycho, this is right. me, here I'm I am. Not. When I was younger, that was it. If you had something going on up here,
12: you were just crazy. So we've come a long, long oh, yeah. way. But we still have a lot of work to do. You know, we have all this, you know, this stigma around it. It's getting less and less and less. So make a- Why it is
3: a part you know, of the Child Mind Institute's really You Got This
12: right campaign. campaign. When did you first realize that you were a little anxious? When I was about 12, right, when I got to my new school. Well, not just, like, worrying about a test the next day. It's a different kind of feeling. It's this feeling, you know, in your head that you can't kind of, you know, be yourself because you're just nonstop having this in the back of your, back of your head just bugging you and bugging you.
3: Wyatt says his anxiety began about something benign he posted on YouTube, but later grew into repeated paranoid feelings about technology. He was diagnosed with anxiety and obsessive compulsive disorder.
12: My phone, just right here, I didn't have it for a whole year because I was worried that I was being listened in on and spied on. It really, really took a toll on me. I mean, I've come really far. And now here I am, there's like four cameras, my phone's right here. And you don't have that same worry? No, I'm able to have my phone around with me. And And therapy helped you get through that? Yes. And I always had, um, we call it catastrophic
3: thinking. Negative thoughts on negative thoughts. Oh, I do that too. I've struggled with general anxiety disorder and panic attacks most of my life. Therapy has made all the difference. And that's why talking about this and like ultimately for me, going to therapy, working on certain tools that help me, it's my superpower now. So it's not going to hold me back. You're saving other
12: people with the superpower. I don't want to have a panic attack, and then I'm like, but I'm like, I'm going, and I know I'm I'll be okay. It. I'm doing like, it. I know, you know? I'm going to be okay. I think I can kind of relate to that in like I, have, you know, soccer games. Sometimes I feel you know, not a panic attack, but I feel you know, in my chest, like I'm going to throw up, and it's kind of a little hard to breathe. And then is it better like once you get into the game? Yeah. Once you're waiting for the whistle to be blown, you're out right. there, you're ready to play, and I'm sure Kevin probably has that too. Wyatt also interviewed Miami Heat's Kevin Love for the campaign.
2: Hopefully, we can help a lot of people.
12: Yeah, definitely, it's an honor.
3: Kevin has been very public about his own panic attacks. He's I'm one of the reasons be, I opened exactly, up you know, about mine on Today. General anxiety disorder. I'm thinking like, here's Kevin Love, badass, successful, like, operates at a high level. Amazing. And it made me feel so good about, wow, I'm not alone. And I still perform. I can not well. perform at a high level, but you you I'm drop not, 30, 30 right, points. Right, exactly. Every day you're I'm averaging. dropping a 50 biscuit on him. 50. You know what I'm saying, Wyatt? Oh my God, what a hustler. And so when I talk about mental health, I talk to young people, like, I was like, man, I was you, bro. Like, I, I know what it's like. You're not alone,
12: man. That's the message. We're all in this together. Wow, that's really I love mean, talking it about it, It means a too, lot. Right? It's great to hear from someone such a high power, It's right to me, yeah. how I'm going to be okay. I just want to be open that I do have anxiety and OCD, you know? And yeah. so... That's um, so cool to hear. You know, because people are going to hear that
3: and go, oh, then it's okay if I have it. You know? like, like, you words, got you this. Got that's this. the message at the end. That's what I wanted to know when I struggled the most, was like, was I going to be yeah. okay? Am I going to be good? Am, am, am I, I normal? Am I, yeah, am I normal? And the answer is yes. Yes. You are. You're okay. You're normal. You're okay. And you got this.
11: Ooh. Wow. Got
3: I mean. It was so great to meet Wyatt. You, know, you you meet young men like that or young people like that. It makes you feel so good about the future, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to the conversation of mental health. You can already see how... Confident he is. He's such a great ambassador for mental health awareness. I,
6: I liked how when you said I know that some panic is coming, but yeah. I know I'm gonna be okay. Yeah. It's like you you now you recognize a it. Faith. And just the look at him looking at you, it was like you felt it, like this kid's gonna be good.
3: I'm just so proud of wow. him. Wow. I mean, it's, it's great. It's, it's,
5: thank you for letting us yeah. sit in on that conversation. I just dived in in such mm-hmm. a We had a
3: long I get it from parents all the time because of the huh. Today Show, they always say, like, what's the, the the biggest question for teens is like what's a red flag and what's yeah. normal yeah. behavior? I know. We have we talk about that. There's a full like Eight minute video uh, at today.com if you want to watch okay. more of that conversation. We're going to And by the way, that place was called the Flower Shop where yeah. we were. Yeah. Super cool. Thanks for letting us hang out there. Shout out to you, Wyatt. You're the man. Keep up the great work. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. his parents were there and they were lovely too. I
8: cool. Love I want
1: to literally so if you're a teen share and you're this conversation. Hang in there. Me too. Hang in there. You got and this. And I think a lot of people do ask themselves, like, okay, is yeah. it, do, am I just nervous? Well, somebody, so everyone normal. gets nervous before a game. Yes. When do you know it's not more? you need a little
6: help with?
3: Well, Life's not know so perfect on Instagram. All these teenagers look at Instagram. Oh, but it life is so perfect. You're doing just fine yes, as, you as you are. You
6: cool. got this. Coming up next, guys, Dr. Azar is here. She's got some helpful tips if allergy season as you wheezing and sneezing. But first, <laughs> this is Today on NBC. Wait, was
4: I don't know what New York is going through. You might be under new management. I'm not really sure. But I know this is not the same pollen from the last 35 years of my life. So, like, run that old pollen back because there's no reason why I should be allergic to the month of May.
6: Uh, Go, girl. I love Come on, that's Samantha on TikTok. She hit the nail on the head. And this might be the most beautiful time of the year, but can also be super miserable for the country's more than 80 million allergy sufferers. Yeah, a
1: number that apparently is growing because allergies are getting worse and more people have them. Since the 70, rising, 70s, rising temperatures across 200 cities have led to longer allergy seasons. And this year alone, spring arrived up to three weeks early in the mm. south more than a month ahead of schedule in the Mid-Atlantic and Northeast.
6: Achoo! Uh, right here with Warren to find out how to find some relief. NBC medical contributor, Dr. Natalie Azar. Okay, so Dr. Azar, okay. it is bad. Is it really like like our TikTok friends said, worse than it's ever been before?
10: Yes,
11: and I know we'd like to blame climate change for so many things, but we are blaming climate change also. Warmer temperatures means that the ground is thawing, thawing sooner. Things are, are blooming sooner than normal. We also have all this carbon dioxide in the atmosphere that's a man-made component mm-hmm. of climate change that is all resulting in number one we're starting allergy season about 20 days earlier ending about 10 days later that adds a month to our suffering mm-hmm. and pollen counts are 20 percent higher than Ooh. they were in 1990 wow that's one generation one
1: generation wow, so gross. it's longer and it's worse, worse. okay, right. okay. Well, <laughs> that is <the> <laughs> Natalie have a good okay. weekend all right but you know what? how do you know because sometimes you, it feels like a cold like how do you know do i have allergies or do i have a cold Mm -hmm. especially because some people who have never had allergies are suddenly getting
11: allergies. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, people obviously can develop allergies at any time. So I thought it would be useful to put it as a Venn diagram. And in the middle of the diagram, you can see the symptoms that are common to mm-hmm. both allergies mm-hmm. and colds. We have a stuffy nose, a cough, and a sore throat. And here, if you if you remember one thing from this segment, itchiness Water, in the eyes and right, the nose and the throat eyes. is allergy. Remember, colds are caused by viruses, fever, and achiness. That, But really, it's the itchiness that's going to distinguish the two. Dr.
6: Natalie, quickly... Yeah. When is this going to be over?
11: So allergy, remember, too, we have tra- tree, trees, yeah. grass, and then weed. So yeah. we have allergy season that's going from like February into October and November. But <laughs> some tips that you guys I think are really useful. We can throw a couple of these mm-hmm. up for our viewers. You want to check your air quality before mm-hmm. you go outside to know what your pollen counts mm-hmm. are. Keep the windows and doors closed. I know we like yeah. to open that up in the spring. Mm-hmm. Avoid activity in the morning. That's when it's worse. Take off your clothes clothes and shower when you come inside Wash your and hair. HEPA filters mm. can also be really yeah. helpful. All right. All right. Thank you, Dr. You're Azar. Back. Thank, Thank you. you.
1: Just ahead, Tiny Dancer is here, <laughs> Emily
4: Akeda, <laughs> hanging out with the Swifties. Hi. It's me. Hi. I'm the one in the middle of that flash mob. This is just a glimpse at the excitement spilling outside of Taylor Swift shows coming up. We'll have details for you on the Taylor Gating Takeover. Stay with us.
5: seen what has been happening at taylor swift's <laughs> sold out shows let's just say it's not just the ticket holders that are getting to enjoy the music yeah. Yeah,
3: our resident t swift correspondent <laughs> emily akeda <laughs> is here with all the details
4: reporting for duty hi tell us all about it hey guys well we know all too well just how hard it is to score taylor swift tickets but leave it to swifties to get creative finding a way to hear her live by pulling up to a blank space in the parking lot <laughs> Taylor Swift fans' wildest dreams are coming true as the pop sensation continues stunning crowds at sold out shows. Not a blank space in sight. But the excitement for the 12 time Grammy winner isn't contained by stadium walls. With thousands swarming the streets surrounding venues on her 52 night The Eras tour. From Philadelphia to Tampa to Nashville, where Michaela Hogan says even the view from the pedestrian bridge was sparkling.
10: I'm sure Taylor heard double the voices she was expecting because we were all out there singing even though we weren't inside.
4: Fans have dubbed it Taylor Gating. And the growing trend is getting a big reputation for providing Swifties a chance to hear the concert live after many failed to score a seat during the Great War of Ticketmaster, when fans couldn't get tickets on the site, sparking national outrage. I'm not getting tickets. I just really wanted to see Taylor. The megastar's magnetism can be seen in the clusters of sold-out hotels, Swift-themed restaurant nights, and pages of retail dedicated to ERA's tour outfits. Officials in Glendale, Arizona say Swift's opening weekend brought in tourism traffic that rivaled turnout for the Super Bowl, as fans crisscross the country just to be near the concert venues. And arriving hours early, fans are coming prepared. The Novak family even brought an air mattress for a comfortable seat outside Lincoln Financial Field that didn't cost thousands of dollars, like on some secondary sites. It's a little bit cheaper than a ticket. A lot cheaper. And the price isn't the only perk from the parking lot. Wow. Oh, full-on dance floor right here. Yeah. full-on Screaming, on dance floor. screaming yeah. everything, yeah. dancing. Up and down. As the night went on, there was indeed lots of dancing. To classics, even I couldn't resist. If you're hoping to hop on the Taylor Gating train, experienced fans say... Come early and expect traffic, bring chairs, food, and drinks. And remember, some venues, such as Massachusetts Gillette Stadium, only allow ticket holders to park. And if you lose your way, just listen for the chorus of voices. Did you ever Light get to mic. go inside? Okay, I did for part, and what? it was nothing short of epic. Oh my gosh, Bejeweled, Karma, every, all of her best songs, Enchanted, I could go on and on. It was it was such a memorable, memorable night. But I can say, both inside and outside, no matter what, you'll have a Bejeweled evening, whether you're inside the stadium or I Did love you feel that? like it's you awesome. wanted to throw up and cry at the same <laughs> time? Yeah, throw up, pass <laughs> out, and cry. Oh yeah, I was fully there. I was fully there. Oh, good <laughs> job, Emily. It.
6: Thanks, guys. Hey right. okay,
4: um, over to you, Dylan. Okay.
3: Smuckers Celebrates Today is sponsored by Milkbone. More dog. Milkbone.
5: Well, thanks to our sponsor, Milkbone, we are honoring National Pet Month, so we asked you to send in pictures of your furry friends, so let's meet some of them. First up, we have Rita. She keeps her owner, Katie, on her feet by taking long walks on the beach together. Sweet little Stanley here, oh my gosh, so cute, was rescued by his loving family and has made himself right at home by stealing his cat sister's food. And check out Hogan, who tries to make friends with the bunnies and the squirrels in his backyard by chasing after them like most dogs do. Unfortunately, they don't really seem to understand his love language. But a happy National Pet Month to everyone oh, else. Huh? Love you. Do you have pets? You don't have pets? Chasing that squirrel? You sure it's love? Yeah. It's love. Sure that's love?
8: <laughs> Just chased
5: him. I'm not the sure. tree. <laughs>
8: yeah. oh, gang. All right. Well, we're going to be back yes, with the third made. and fourth hours well, coming up go. Go after we take a lot of selfies. Hey, and we're back. Friday. Happy Friday, y'all. Oh. Happy
6: Friday.